Welcome back to the CRTP, where I bring you the play-by-play of my day-by-day as I make my way across the country. Today I'm coming to you from the same dry camping spot as last time, a few miles off of Highway 20, only about 10 miles outside of the west entrance of Yellowstone. It's really quite a lovely, uh, lovely spot, easy to get into Yellowstone. Although I've discovered it takes a while to get around Yellowstone. And it is so quiet here. Y'all, it's like... I was just appreciating it right before uh, starting, and that's why I'm talking so quietly. Because I feel kind of bad breaking the quietness. You can, like, barely hear a highway in the distance. But it's far away, and just like a air roar and only comes from one direction. Um, I think there are people camping somewhere else in these woods, but I don't know how close they are. I don't think they're close enough for me to be bothering them, but I just felt like I can't be too loud because the place is too quiet. Anyway, I'm getting ahead of myself. Uh, Today was a good day. It was a full day but it was a good day. Um, I It it strikes me, I, I kind of realized today how different Yellowstone is than a lot of national parks, just given that, like, you can drive to pretty much any of the, like, big things that you want to see, um, which I think is what makes it more, like, touristy and, and more popular. Because, um, like, the Tetons... Uh, you know, you, I guess there were, there were some things like Jenny Lake and you could get to Inspiration Point and whatever, um, without, uh, without like having to hike. But in Yellowstone, you can get to like most of the things that you want to like, like I, I cause I, I realized cause it's the first, uh, national park. And I wonder if like at that point they like built it up differently and then at some point the philosophy changed as to what a national park should be or maybe it's just that it's not super mountainous so it's easy to build roads who knows uh i'm sure there's a paper on it somewhere anyway um so uh the reason i i thought about that is because most of my day today was um i did a hike along the Grand Canyon of Yellowstone, um, that starts, that started, because I had, I had seen it online, and it basically just goes all, the, it's called the North Rim Trail, and it just goes for about, like, three and a few miles, um, three and a bit miles, like, up the north side of the yellow, of the Grand Canyon of Yellowstone along the river, um, and you see, like, a few waterfalls and just, like, a gorgeous canyon, um, and then I hiked back, Um, but, like, each of the things along there that I, like, wanted to see that, like, were the reasons that I was doing the hike, there was a parking spot for, so I could have done it much faster by just driving. Although I don't regret, you know, doing it by hiking, because, of course not, it was, it was, it was lovely. Um, so, the first stop along that was the Upper Falls, and I recorded some thoughts while I was there. I don't think I'm going to splice them in because the falls was so loud that it's just like roaring in the background and it would be a shock compared to the silence that's around me right now. But uh, I recorded like, because it was, 
the Upper Falls was very striking to me. Because um, I was thinking about, uh, and I think I know now why it felt different, but like the Upper Falls gave me such a sense of uh, like just like inevitability and power that other waterfalls haven't for me. Um, even like I was thinking about like Niagara Falls because Niagara Falls is huge, way bigger and, and taller than the upper falls, but the upper falls felt angry. It, like it genuinely, it, it felt kind of angry. I realize now that I think that's because, uh, there's a little drop and then kind of a bit of a rapid section right before it falls. So it's not clear before it falls. Because the next stop actually is the lower falls, which is taller. Um, and so it's like bigger, but it didn't give me the same sense. It was still impressive, still gorgeous. But I kind of liked the upper falls more because the upper falls felt more visceral for some reason. Um, I, I guess because of this this rapids thing, because with the lower falls, it, it was clear. It's like clear, pristine water until it drops off the ledge. Um, it looks like the water is just, you know, going about its day until suddenly it becomes white when it, you know, falls. But at the, at the upper falls, it felt like the water was like preparing to jump. Um, and, and there was like, there's a bunch of like rocks. It's not one like uniform fall. It's like it hits, there are rocks that it hits along the way that spray it out. Um, really and you can get so close to it uh like not i probably like i don't know i was probably like i don't know 10 feet away from literally the point that it falls down um it was it was really a, a wild moment when i was just like walking down and i could hear the roar but i couldn't see it because of the like there's you know rocks as a fence and i just like looked over and saw it and like stepped back for a second because it was just so I kept like imagining what it would be like to like try to like hold your arms up under it and I was like yeah there's no way you could um it's just too powerful it just felt so like inevitable inevitable it felt like a force of nature um and and then I saw the lower falls which was also lovely um uh and and tall and quite beautiful um, but it didn't give me that same, like, visceral sense. But, uh, it's twice as tall as Niagara Falls, apparently. Which is wild, because in my memory, uh, Niagara Falls seems taller. But it's probably been blown up by my, my brain. Um, anyway, I, I, like, walked to Upper Falls, then Lower Falls, and then there was, like, more lookout points. Because after Lower Falls, um, the canyon turns into this wild, like... Uh, all of these yellows and reds and at a couple places like purple um, and just like these this wild uh, uh, kind of rock formation um, it'll probably be on the cover of this episode but I'm not uploading it right now so I don't know for sure but uh, um, just like these wild and crazy uh, colors and and I mean, I guess it, it looks like what it is, which is it's been formed by a bunch of erosion from water. And so, like, the um, easy to uh, 
that like soft rock has been eaten away and then the hard rock is like remains in these like kind of spires and cones that are like sticking out um it was really quite pretty um and i like hiked all the way up to something called inspiration point where it like it's still a canyon but it starts getting covered with dirt and trees so it doesn't look nearly as impressive it's still very pretty um but so i like got all the way up there i ate lunch at some point um i think i ate it like on a bench at inspiration point um and then hiked back um oh and on the way back uh i didn't bother going like back out on the way back i was like listening to um i was listening to the way of kings and like didn't bother uh going to like any of the like points the like viewpoints that i'd done on the way up but i did go down to the upper falls and i was glad i did because the second time i went there was like a huge rainbow showing up in the spray um which was very very cool um it made me like because oh because also between the upper falls and the lower falls there's uh something called crystal falls which is just like a little stream um it's still like i mean yeah just it's just like a stream it's not like a mountain stream like tiny but like just a stream that goes into the river and it was just like it made me want to write an anthropocene reviewed style podcast about waterfalls because it it was wild to me that we called the lower falls and crystal falls and the upper falls we call them all waterfalls but they're such completely different experiences um anyway that was a really lovely hike it was very hot um and it was kind of funny because like at each of the points uh where i would you know stop and and look uh there were tons of people and then on the trails in between there was like no one um but that's uh I guess that, you know, that makes sense. Um, and then, let's see, I went back, and I was like, it, it, at, by that point, it was like 3, no, it was like 3.30. Uh, yeah, yeah, it was like 3.30. Um, and I was debating what else to do, because there was another small hike that I could do on the south rim, um, or there were like a couple points that I had like missed on the south rim, uh, of the canyon, or I could go up to Mammoth Hot Springs, which is, like, the other, like, big thing that I felt like you're supposed to do at, at Yellowstone, um, and I was debating and debating and debating, and I finally decided, you know what, it's worth it to go up to Hot, to Mammoth Hot Springs. I, like, did a quick little jaunt over to a different view of the Upper Falls, which was kind of cool, but it, it wasn't, uh, crazy, so, uh, I drove, it was like an hour up to Mammoth Hot Springs. Um, I mean, through, you know, a gorgeous place. Oh, also, uh, I li- I think I listened to The Wilds, the full album, um, like five times today. Because, <laughs> like, every, any time I was in the car, until, no, yeah, literally any time I was in the car, the entire day, I was just blasting that album, and I think I have memorized all of the words. I don't know why, because this happens to me quite often, is I'll get obsessed with some, you know, artist or album or, or song or something, but it rarely happens this intensely, where I just, like, even now, I, like, I want to listen to, uh, one of the songs, which one, um, I can't remember what it's called, but, uh, 
it just like it's been stuck in my head and it for some reason it just makes like perfect driving music while looking at at scenery for me it's kind of a weird choice honestly i wouldn't normally choose it but it it's been working really well anyway um i drove all the way to mammoth hot springs and i'm really glad i did i only spent I don't know, about 45 minutes there. So like even it added an hour of driving time and it spent like 45 minutes there, but I think it was worth it because it's so unique. I think we must have gone there when I was a kid, but I don't, I really don't remember it, but I think I preferred the hot springs to, uh, any of the like geysers and pools I saw yesterday. Um, just because I'm I'm guessing that most of the people who are listening to this have have been before, but it's like uh, basically like the hot springs dissolve water, dissolve minerals as they go up, and then they deposit those minerals as they like flow down from the springs, um, in these wild patterns that are, look you know they're like Gaudi esque, although really you know. Gaudi is is trying to mimic these curves but but it it really reminded me of Gaudi architecture um and uh oh and the reason that what I'd like realized I like you know walked around like a loop to see them also really cool colors which is not the minerals that's the like thermophile bacteria that live in there that make different colors um but uh it it um what what i realized on like my second pass is that they're fractal like at least on a couple levels because they like form these big tiered structures that form these like kind of medium sized like pools and terraces that then that are made up of these tiny little you know like centimeter tall uh lines uh and layers um and i couldn't get close enough but i i i swear there were a couple places where i swear i could see that those tiny little things were also made up of little tiny like bumps in the same way excuse me um and i just thought that was I just thought that was wild. Like I have to, I have to assume that the only limit is on by like the surface tension of the water because at some point it won't um at some point it won't get small enough to create even, you know, smaller bumps and whatever. But uh it just yeah, it was really cool. And also just like the fact that it's like the all of the boards and like the um walking pamphlet and stuff emphasized like it's a changing thing that it uh like d- different you know springs will pause and then uh, and drain and uh like reopen and and like appear again um and so like half of the mound that is like the main you know terrace um where these springs are is like white which is the natural color of the mineral that they uh deposit um but uh th- because there's no like water flowing over it but there was you know years ago or months ago or you know or whenever um 
and the because it changes depending on like where minerals are deposited below ground or uh or if there's like an earthquake that changes the shape of the fissures and and whatever um it was really interesting and the shapes were just wild um and quite quite pretty um i really liked them anyway uh Enjoyed that for a little bit, and then headed back over to this campsite. And I got back here pretty late. Cause it was like an hour and a half from uh, that, from Mammoth Springs to here. Um, and so I only got here at like, I think I got here at like 7.15. And just, you know, I made dinner, ate dinner, and cleaned up. And now it's now, uh, which is 10, 10 o'clock. Maybe I shouldn't have made a complex dinner tonight, but I was really craving another quesadilla. So I made, um, I sauteed some onions and peppers and then like made a quesadilla and then the one wasn't quite enough. So I made just a plain bean and cheese quesadilla, um, afterward and then like had to clean everything up. Um, cooking takes a while on a backpacking stove (laughs) when you have to set it up and take it down and, and, uh, clean everything with water and and save the wastewater because it's bear country so you can't uh you can't just dump it you gotta like save it in a container and then dispose of it elsewhere um anyway i think that's i guess that really is pretty much it i feel like all day today i was kind of in a just an appreciating nature mood because of listening to the anthropocene reviewed last night and it also kept making me want to uh try to describe things in the ways that he does and just you know or just like describe things in a more artful way and um but i i I wanted to like write descriptions down but i don't have the time for that anyway um tomorrow i'm think tomorrow is going to be a day for a longer hike um partially because that like i think it makes sense to try to do a hike to uh, a taller place to see more of yellowstone from above ideally um and also because tomorrow is a saturday so yellowstone like the places that are easy to get to are going to be packed i'm sure um so i think a longer hike makes sense Um, there are a couple that I was thinking about, and maybe I'll try to do multiple, because none of them are too long. There's nothing over, like, seven miles, um, at least on the list that I was looking at. So, I'm not sure which one I'll do yet. Although I did, um, when I drove up to Mammoth Hot Springs, uh, I, like, I realized how varied the Yellowstone, um, because, like, in all the other places I've been driving, it's pretty much just, you know, forest. Um, but driving up north there, um, you end up getting a really nice view of some mountains of... and and Well, not mountains, they're more like hills, but it's a really lovely valley that Mammoth Hot Springs is in. And you can, like, see all the way down it. Um, and so, originally I was going to go up to some peak and I can't remember what it was but that's in the canyon area where I was today um but there's another hike that is up near Mammoth Hot Springs that I think might not give me as much a view of Yellowstone as it would a view of that valley which would just be pretty and maybe I will try to fit them both in but I'm not sure 
Anyway, my plan is to stay at this site one more night, because again, I don't want to. I I don't love the idea of looking. I, I don't. I just. I hate not knowing where I'm gonna sleep, and and knowing that there's a chance I might not be able to find a place in time. Um, and that always makes me cut my, cut my days short and and makes them less productive. So, I think I'm gonna stay in this site one more day, um, and do one more hike in Yellowstone, and then. Uh, the day after tomorrow, I should be moving up to Glacier, which I don't think, I mean, I think I can get to Missoula in only like five or six hours. So, yeah, I don't know. I'll have to do some research. Anyway, uh, I've been rambling for, for quite long enough, I'm sure. Um, it was a really lovely day. It it was, it, it felt quite busy, even though uh, it doesn't seem like I did too much, but... Uh, that hike, that hike took a long time because I left at like ten thirty and didn't finish until like three or something. Um, but I really did linger at all of the the spots and I took a lot of pictures. It was very fun. Anyway, a good day, a full day, an energetic day. Yeah, it was lovely. Anyway, this is me signing. Upper Falls adjectives, if you can even hear me. Angry? A little bit, but more just powerful, unrelenting, uh, unstoppable. Just more just synonyms for that. Like, like, I don't know, like, like waterfalls so often feel kind of calm and even Niagara felt that way a little bit because it's it looks kind of like a flat sheet of water but this is just so like it is chaotic and so much it's not even that huge it's not like huge but it is just like unrelenting power and it does it feels a little bit angry it feels almost like spiteful like you cannot do there is nothing you can do about this I don't know I, it, <laughs> I, feel, I don't know if I'm making any sense or if you can even hear me but uh, it's wild <laughs> <laughs>